Welcome to Elevate. My name is Ellie Stiles, intuitive channeler, yoga instructor, and holistic wellness enthusiast. I am bringing you conversations to help guide you towards better ways of thinking, feeling, and doing. If you push play today, know that you are in the right place at the right time and there are messages for you. I am so grateful that you're here and I'm so excited for you to listen to this conversation. Let's begin. Welcome back to Elevate with Ellie Styles. Thank you for being here. If you are a returning listener, I'm so grateful that you're on this journey with me. And if you're new, welcome to Elevate. My name is Ellie. I'm an intuitive channeler. And every episode, I share guidance on something to better your mind, body, spirit. And truly, every episode is intended to empower you towards being your most authentic self so that you can go out into the world with confidence and with an inner knowing that you can create anything that you desire. And today we're talking about finding and following your calling. This is so important and I know this is a really big topic for people and it can maybe sit really heavy if you don't know what your calling is and you're feeling this pressure to quote unquote figure it out. And I've been there and I understand what that feeling of not knowing feels like. And the first two things that I'm going to say to you are, one, it's so important that you make the internal space to receive downloads, to get clear on what your intuition is telling you and where it's guiding you. Because oftentimes we are so distracted by our outer world. We are so engulfed in stimulation. We are filled with ideas on social media. And we rarely take time to just sit in silence with ourselves. Truly just alone, no music, no podcast, no Instagram, and just sit with ourselves and let the brain do its creative thinking. Those are when our ideas come through. That is when our intuition can be very loud and very clear. So my first piece of advice to you would be, I've been stuttering so much lately. I'm not, this has never been an issue in the past, but maybe it's that COVID, like everyone was in lockdown. We lost all of our social skills. But, anyways, make the internal space to receive the messages. The second thing I'll share is that you need to give yourself permission to explore the path, but also give yourself permission for that path to change and to evolve. It's very common to start discovering a space and get attached to claiming that space as yours. So say you go into the field of music and you are so convinced that music is for you, but there's so much resistance. It's not working out. You aren't happy, but you told yourself that that was your calling and now you have to follow it. That's ego. Ego, ego, ego. Do not let that stop you from changing lanes you can change direction at any time i know it can be difficult it can be really hard when you've put a lot of work into something and a lot of effort and time and money and to just up and quit and go a different way can sometimes make zero sense but oftentimes if you are getting that gut and that calling to go in a different direction it's going to lead you to something better than you could have ever imagined And I actually experienced this. I was working on building a food product and I just completely 
took a 180 and was like, this is not it. I had put money into it. I had put months of research and time and so many different things and resources. And ultimately, my full entire body was like, this is a no. This is not your calling. And my ego is just so resistant to letting it go because of all the work I had put in that hadn't been recognized. (laughs) That's the way of the entrepreneur, right? But I'm just reminding you that, you know, it's okay to switch up. It's okay to switch things up. It's okay to move. It's okay to change your mind. So give yourself that permission to change your mind because that will give you more flexibility and you'll just have more fun figuring out what lights you up. Now, I personally, so I grew up Catholic and I went to church, summer church camp and retreats and I was involved at the church in groups and I specifically remember after one of the summer church camps, they had, we had a Sunday service after and at the end of the mass, they asked us to stand up and if anyone felt called to serve, as in like become a nun, to stand up, nun or priesthood and you guys, I stood up. (laughs) I cannot imagine being a nun now, but my point to make is I felt called to serve. I didn't know where that serving would be done in what ways, but I felt called to serve. Fast forward into college, I started teaching yoga. I became certified to teach, and that was a way of serving. I felt so called to guide and teach a group of people because yoga had helped me in so many ways. And so still I was saying, okay, like I feel called to get this certification and teach others. And it was from this place of needing to serve. A couple of years into college, my little crazy brain was like, you should go into the military and serve. So there's this theme. I I didn't do that either, you guys. I just have an extremist mind that goes in the most challenging thing or the most out there thing. My mind's like, yes, do that. Anyways, there was this underlying theme to serve. And ultimately, I knew that that was my calling. I didn't know or have clarity on exactly how it would look like. But that's why I left space and time for that to evolve and to change. Now, right now, my calling is to do this podcast. It is my way of service. I love recording these for you guys and truly giving you guidance from the heart. This is one of my callings. If for any reason down the future, this goes in a completely different direction, I am so open to that. I truly believe that I'm going to be doing this for a while and I'm excited because I feel very committed and it just feels authentic. So I'm not going anywhere for a while, don't worry. But, you know, ultimately I've had this calling to serve and nothing lit me up quite like teaching yoga and recording the podcast. So those are the things that I knew were in my destiny, were in my path. And so I've continued to follow those and I just quit in February. I quit my six-figure full-time job in California and moved to Italy because I, one, felt called to come to Italy. Again, following my calling, finding it, following it, and sacrificed a lot. But I know that as I follow my intuition, my path will unfold and I'm so supported. So, you know, it took making that space to hear what was coming through a lot of time. It took a lot of energy to tap into that space, but ultimately 
I had a super heartbreaking breakup and that gave me so much time and space with myself and I don't think if I didn't if that hadn't happened that I would have really dedicated this much time to figuring out what it was that I was feeling called towards and so again another theme in this is oftentimes your greatest points of suffering are your like most teachable moments they're your biggest blessings your biggest lessons and I owe so much gratitude to those moments and those people involved because I would not be here without those moments without those tower moments right so just another little message for you if you're moving through some something deep and dark just know that it's teaching you something and even though it's uncomfortable even though it's painful it's here for a reason and just trust in that and really grab on to that to get you through and you will get through it's temporary but it's leading you to open so many other doors so that's a little bit about my path and my calling and you know I've I really think because I became so independent after my breakup I mean I've always been independent but you know it was so significant that it really forced me to just rely on myself which was healthy and it's also just empowered me to have such a strong relationship with myself and really get to know the self and all the crevices and all of my passions and so if you're in a relationship, I invite you to make that space for yourself. If you aren't already, I think it can be really easy to get intertwined um, with one other person and that's normal and okay, but make sure that you're setting that time aside um, to really figure out what your needs and your desires and your passions are independent of that other person. And if you're single, amazing. Like This is the most perfect time for you to really figure out what it is that you love and who you are. It's a beautiful time. So if you haven't been single yet, I just strongly encourage it. <laughs> so fun. Okay, moving on to, you know, how can we find our calling? How can we locate the messages, the juice, the answers that you're looking for? I want you to think about what you were drawn to as a kid. Just really simple things. Were you drawn to creativity? Were you drawn to certain personalities? Were you drawn to certain settings? Make a list of all of the things that you were drawn to. Okay, I was always drawn to a variety of people and that has still shown up in my life. I have so many different kinds of friends and I love that. Um, So that's just a small example. So write a list of the things that you were drawn to as a kid. Next, what keeps revisiting you? Is there a topic? Is there a theme? Is there a interest? Is there an opportunity that keeps revisiting you? Just take a little mental note and ask yourself what that could be. If you're in a career that you are unhappy in, I want you to ask yourself, and I ask, this is one of my favorite questions to ask strangers to like really get to know them better. So I'm asking you, if you were not doing what you're doing now, what would you be doing? If you didn't have to worry about money, if you didn't have to worry about making someone else happy or proud, if you didn't have to worry about social media, or not social media, social standards and expectations, what would you be doing? Every time I ask someone this question, who's in, I would often ask my clients back in my sales job, I would just be like, you know, what's your passion? What would you be doing if you weren't here? Some of them were like, I would be here. I love this. Others, their entire face would light up. And they would just say, oh, I'd be 
taking photos of nature or I'd be doing music and you just see the light that fills up someone's face when they're talking about something that they love. So really think about if you were not doing what you're currently doing, what would you be doing? How would you be spending your time? Number four, I haven't counted, but this is the fourth thing. (laughs) Try new things, okay? Give yourself that permission to explore. Try new things. I just downloaded, when I moved to Italy in February, I bought the masterclass membership and they have so many different quote-unquote masterclasses on different topics like writing, communication, fashion, like all of these, there's cooking, there's how to become an author, like every single topic in the book, there is a class on by people that have mastered that field. And it's super fun to just see where you're drawn to. I've been taking classes on fashion and then also on writing and communication. So give yourself that permission to just put yourself in different spaces to get a taste of what you like. You could even watch YouTube tutorials on different topics, how to write a book, how to learn to play the guitar, like truly anything. And I really want you to get this idea that your calling has to be your occupation. It can be, and generally it organically will evolve into that. But at the beginning, don't tie the pressure that you have to make money doing it because that will take the love away from it. You know, look at your job or whatever your current income source is strictly as your income source and thank it for bringing you abundance in that way but then if focus on what you really love and just stay in the energy of love with that thing because as soon as we force ourselves and pressure ourselves to say okay you have to make money doing this I think that can very quickly lead us to burnout or resentment towards whatever that whatever we're doing when I started the podcast back in November I was still in my job and it really was coming from the heart space and I have planned properly to not have like consistent income for the next whatever. I don't need to get specific about my financial situation, (laughs) but anyways, I've set myself up so that I don't have to have consistent income for a while and this is allowing me to fully put my creativity and my heart and soul into the podcast without obligation, without being like, you have to do this. And even though I've set the expectation for myself to record consistently, I love doing it. And so it doesn't feel, it doesn't feel like some sort of obligation and I'm not, you know, there's no resentment involved. So find that something that just lights you up and brings you joy. Even if it's listening to your favorite album or, you know, putting a Pinterest board together of your favorite art or your favorite outfits or um, just styling your friends, doing their makeup, like anything that you love, dive into. Sports, movement, friends, wellness, food, travel, conversation. My next piece of advice for you is to write a list. I know this could get extensive. Write a list of how you spent your time the last three days, okay? And make it a few days that were in your normal routine. Like if you were in Hawaii last weekend, maybe don't journal and reflect on those days, but your typical weekdays, maybe into the weekend, how are you spending your time? And just write down from waking up to evening. I want you to write down everything that you do. 
everything that you do. And then I want you to cross-check each of those days and see where the, the common denominators are. Okay, so I like to work out every day. Okay, so I like to be social every day. Okay, I love rolling a joint every day. I don't, like, whatever you're doing, however you're spending your time and your routine, just get very familiar with how you're spending your energy. And you'll see and you'll notice that all of these things are going to fall into a few categories. For me, it is always wellness, luxury, experience, or experiences, and travel. So I know that those are my values and where I put most of my time and energy. And I can see that in how I spend my energy and my time. So just do that for a little check-in with yourself and make sure that that's aligning with what you actually want to do and how you actually want to spend your time. So again, this is going to help you really find where you are the most happy, where you are the most light, what feels the most free. And essentially that is discovering really what lights you up and finding your calling. And I can promise you that through that exploration, it will come to you. And I just want to remind you that if if a big idea or a big role has not hit you in the face yet and just said, here, this is what you're on this earth to do, A, you will receive that if and when it's necessary. I don't think it's necessary to receive this one calling in your lifetime. I think that we can receive multiple callings in our lifetime. I think that we can receive direction throughout our entire lifetime that will lead you exactly where you need to go. But just stay open for that to look a variety of ways. It doesn't have to just be like, oh, you're going to be a dentist. You're going to be a priest. You're going to be a banker. Like, Maybe it's about being a mom. Maybe it's about being a really good friend. Maybe it's about being the person that can socialize in a million different groups. Maybe it's a person that masters tech. Maybe it's mastering organization. Like There are so many different things in this world and nothing is better or worse than the other. It's simply yours, whatever lights you up. That is beautiful. Own it. And just let it come to you. But it's not going to come to you without you putting yourself out there into experiences to really gauge what you like and what you don't like. And I like to compare this to social situations. Like most of you, if you're listening to this at, at, you know, probably in college and your 20s, like in maybe early 30s, like you know where you thrive socially. Maybe you spend most of your nights at home and every now and then you go out or you fucking love to party or you love being around people all the time, or you need alone time, like, you know yourself in that way, so start to give yourself that permission to explore yourself in terms of desires and passions, and make space for that too, because it's so important, so think about what you were drawn to as a kid, what keeps revisiting you, if you were not doing what you're doing now, what would you be doing, and try new things, give yourself permission to explore, evolve, change, make the internal space to receive and let's talk a little bit about following that calling like really grabbing it and going after it I think you know ultimately you have to understand why you're going after it if it's for pure pleasure and enjoyment amazing if it comes with expectations to also make money 
that's another thing. And I think there can be more drive behind either or, depending on the kind of person that you are. I know for me, because I know that this is my calling as a career as well, not only a passion, I have a lot of drive and motivation behind making it happen. And that's what's been pushing me forward is because I know that if I am happy in this space, if I am my authentic self in this space, abundance will follow. And I want to drill that into your little heads because so often we push on other areas because we think we're going to make more money that way. And I am telling you that when you truly embrace who you are and embrace your authenticity and you are in full alignment with the person that you came here to be, abundance love joy follows you period (laughs) like anytime I've ever tried to be someone that I'm not or insert myself in situations that I already know don't align with who I am or who I want to be I never feel good and I never receive that energy of love and abundance and every time I've really followed the core of my desire I am rewarded and I am met with more abundant energy So just trust that. I know that can be a scary place to enter, but it truly is about trusting that and being like, I have this primal desire within me that is telling me to go there, that is telling me to put my energy there. And sometimes you just have to take the leap of faith and listen to it. Leaving my six-figure job, (laughs) knowing that I was just going to continue to do better in the job, it was... I want to say it was one of the hardest decisions of my life, but it wasn't because I had such a strong knowing that this was my calling. Did I question myself? Yeah, I was like, okay, you're leaving behind like a really, really amazing job. But my soul had a better plan and knew that I would be happier in general. And I am, like, I'm just so much happier having my own schedule and taking my time in the mornings and not reporting to anyone and putting out, like, putting my energy towards something in the world that really matters to me and I know is serving the world. So ultimately, I just feel more fulfilled in so many other ways. So those are my little tips for you on finding and following your calling and if you're struggling with finding that bravery and that courage to embrace that space I have a episode on um, finding the courage so you can hit that for some inspiration and always here always open and happy to receive your your feedback you can head over to apple Podcasts and leave a review and I'm always taking your feedback into consideration to make this the most optimal podcast for listeners like I want to know what you guys need and how I can be of service and help these are truly all episodes for you to help guide you towards better ways of feeling thinking and doing and ultimately being so go out into the world embrace who you are be confident in that and I'm so grateful that you're here today have a beautiful day and I will see you tomorrow for a new episode